welcome to Sparkle Speak. This is a podcast sponsored by Sparkle, which is a Christian women's ministry designed to connect women with the purpose of inspiration and encouragement. Each week, we will interview a new guest who will share her personal experience with Christianity. Whether you identify yourself as a Christian or not, this podcast is for you, and our intent is always to inspire one another through our own unique and individual stories of how God has moved and shaped us. Wherever you are listening today, we hope you enjoy this story of faith. All right. Welcome back to Sparkle Speak, everybody. I'm your host, Catherine, and today we have a very special guest. I always say very special guest, but truly every time it is a very special guest. <laughs> um, today, her name is Sadie, and she is uh, actually our one of our founders, Betsy. It's her niece. Um, so thank you so much for being on with us today, Sadie. Thank you so much, Catherine, for having me. And honestly, it is such an honor to be able to be a part. I have spent many hours in my studio just listening um, to this podcast with you, Catherine, interviewing various women. And it's been cool. It's just such an honor now to be on this side. But um, yeah, y'all have done amazing things. It's brought me to tears a lot of the stories. So I'm just really thankful to be able to be a part of it today. Yeah, that's so cool to hear. And I, I mean, we all have something valuable to share. We can all encourage each other and inspire each other. So I just appreciate you being on here and um, yeah, even just yeah, giving us that feedback because that's so cool. Um, so before we start, do you want to give like a little background of like who you are, where you live, what yeah. you do? Yes, for sure. Um, so um, my name is Sadie Wilson. I um, am from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, born and raised there, went to Clemson University for undergrad and got a degree in finance and accounting. So definitely use the left side of my brain, but have always had a dream of um, painting and being an artist, which I know is very opposite of that. And um, yeah, and just being creative. That's something that I had always dreamed of. And so when I graduated school, moved to um, Charlotte, I moved back to Charlotte, ended up um, doing consulting there, moved down to Charleston after meeting my soon-to-be husband um, at an engagement party there, which was kind of fun. Uh, moved down here to do HR at a nonprofit and ended up um, a couple years later. So my husband and I have been married now for three years on Wednesday, so soon to be um, our three-year anniversary. But we, um, after I moved down here to do HR, ended up. Um, like two years, like a year and a half or so into marriage, I was like, I feel like I need to do something else. I feel like, and it was at the time, it was actually because my husband um, was looking to kind of figure out um, next steps. And we had talked about just moving, moving and doing, um, moving and and us doing something out West. And I was like, well, I'm going to free myself up. I'm going to start doing my dream of being an artist. And I'm going to, I just quit cold Turkey. And most people start painting and then it becomes um, like, and do that on the side. And then it becomes a full-time job. And so they have to quit the things that they were doing on the side to kind of make money. And I just Mm -hmm. kind of quit quit my full-time work altogether and just started doing art immediately. So it was kind of backwards um, from the normal, but I started doing art two years ago in September. So it's been a little over a year and a half. Um, I guess we're coming up on two years, which is crazy. Um, But yeah, I started doing that and it's been such a gift. We 
have it moved. And that's been also such a gift and just something I'll share a little bit later, but we, um, yeah, I've just been really enjoying Charleston, enjoying living here. Um, it is certainly a place. And I was telling you, Catherine, where, um, it's beautiful. And also you can just see God's creation daily in it, which is such a gift to me because I'm, um, often inspired by creation and what I do day to day. And so that is such a gift that we live here and are able to, that I'm just able to be inspired daily by it. So, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I'm excited, you know, that you, found something you really love and, and yeah. had the guts to, to try it out and step out in faith, you know? So that's yeah. really cool. Um, it's been really cool. Yeah. And congrats also on it being almost three years of marriage. That's Thanks. I know <laughs> it's been, it's been so fun. I mean, definitely it's got its mountaintops and valleys, but it has been, it's been a really cool picture of who God is and just getting to know each other. It's been such a fun journey. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I'll um, kick us off with the first question that we ask all of our guests, because I'd love to just hear, you know, your perspective. Um, But to you, like, what does Christianity mean to you? Yeah, whenever I hear you ask this question to other guests, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm excited to hear what they say. Mm -hmm. Um, When I read this, when you had sent me the question, I was like, oh my gosh, what is Christianity? And honestly, I think that when I think about it, it's a relationship and it's a dynamic relationship. I think that a lot of other, when you say like Christianity as a quote unquote religion, um, it sounds very not legalistic, but kind of like you do this, you do this, you do this. Once you become one, it's over. And it's like, that's absolutely not the case with Christianity because Christianity is more about a relationship than it is about religion. And it's more about, um, there it's fluid. I feel like there's there's times of really high highs and low lows. And I think that the, that, I don't know, I've just, as I have grown in my relationship with God, I remember somebody told me, I think it was back when I was um, in college, I was leading young life. And I remember so vividly someone saying, I hope in 10 years, I look back at myself now. And I think I didn't really know who God was. And I, and when they said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope that's not true because that means I'm doing it all wrong right now. Yeah. And I think as I've grown, I've just realized it's not about doing right or wrong. Um, it's really just about knowing who God is and it's about God. It's not about me. It's not about me doing it quote unquote right, but it's really just about me focusing on God and putting him at the forefront. Um, and so Christianity to me, again, just looks like, it looks like a relationship. It looks like a fluid and dynamic relationship that is continuing to grow. And hopefully, I mean, looking in 10 years, I know God even more than I do now. So, yeah, yeah. that is so funny. You say that. Cause right when you said that too, I immediately thought like, oh yeah, that could make you feel like you're doing something wrong now, yeah. but you're so right. It's not about doing anything. It's about knowing him. And, yeah. you know, we could spend our whole lives learning more about him because he's just so big. And so, you know, yes. He, there's so much to learn. Like we'll never fully comprehend it until we're like right. in heaven with him fully one day, you know? I know. And the more we know, the more we realize we don't know, like the gap just yeah. continues to get bigger. And so, yeah, I just think that, that allowing it to be fluid and dynamic and allowing it to change. Cause I mean, we continually are being sanctified and continuing or, to, or we're continuing to become more like Christ as we enter into eternity with him. And so I think that, um, 
yeah, it's, a, it's, it's Christianity is unlike any other. I was also talking to somebody recently because I was like, hey, like your questions, your doubts are like welcomed. Like, I hope that you like think mm-hmm. through and have questions and doubts because I think that that's something that's so different from any other religion, quote unquote, because, and Christianity is again, not a religion, but like the other, other ways of life, other religions always are like, you can't question. That's like, like if you're questioning, you're not doing it right. But I feel like God asks us to like question and think through and like, without questioning, there's not faith because faith is kind of the gap between what you know and what you don't know. And so to have those doubts and to have those thoughts and feelings are just like welcomed because it just means that you're, you're getting that much closer to be able to put your whole faith and trust in Jesus. So, yes, I agree. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess, you know, especially because you mentioned that Christianity to to you is like a dynamic relationship. So like, when did you feel like you first started identifying yourself as a Christian and like, how did you come to know the Lord personally? Yeah, that's, I always not feel self-conscious and I know there's other people out there too. They're like, my story doesn't seem that cool. (laughs) Not that stories necessarily need to be cool because it's God's story. But I think that a lot of times, um, there was never like, well, there was a specific moment, I guess I could say, but I remember, I remember briefly when I was like three or five asking God, I think I was in the car asking God to come into my heart, but I really did not know what that meant. Um, and as I continued, I remember even in middle school, and I think I mentioned this at the event with Betsy um, in Beaufort, South Carolina, a few weeks ago, had mentioned like there was an award, I think, in eighth grade that was like the Timothy Award for like, quote unquote, most Christian or something. And I, I got the <laughs> Timothy Award. And I remember it was truly because I was just very like legalistic. Like I know my thoughts were not pure, nothing about me. I don't even think I truly knew what a relationship with God meant. But I like got this award because I was just very like, this is right. This is wrong. Like black and white. I like tried to love people, but so that people would know, think of me higher. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like I was doing it out of, out of like really knowing God and being changed in my heart by him. And so I think as I, as I grew and into high school, I remember, I think it was like senior year. And again, it wasn't like a big moment, but I remember talking to my sister and being like, yeah, I think I'm going to lead. Um, I think I'm going to lead a group of younger girls just through this Bible study. And my sister's like, do you think you're really ready for that? And I was like, how dare she question me? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> and then I realized, I was like, oh, you're right. Like, I'm not, not that you have to be there, like, there's never like a measuring point where it's like, well, you have to be to X, Y, Z point to, to lead, but it really was just a heart check of like, where are you at Sadie? Like, who are you relying on? Mm -hmm. And it was really myself. Like I've been relying, I was relying on myself. I was competent, not confident, but like competent. Like I could get it done on my own. I could do it. And I think a lot of times I did not see my sin. I did not see the need and the great need that I had for God. And it's just times like that where I, I, and it was that specific time when I was like, you know what, you're right. Like, I'm really, I really don't know the gravity and the weight of my sin and my depravity and my separation from God. And so I think I would have considered myself a Christian before, but that's where really where, like I was saying earlier, like the religion became a relationship and And I just started trying to figure out what does this look like? And I even remember in college, like freshman year being like, 
everyone says they spend time with God, but what the heck does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what does it mean to like sit and listen to God? Um, and yeah, I'll talk more about that later, but it just has been such, it's been such a, a cool and, um, I just feel like I'm learning stuff every single day. And I think that the biggest thing that I've been just learning in that, um, recently, and I think this actually answers another question you're going to ask, but I'll just go into that one of like, I feel like recently I've just been seeing, um, the power of, of prayer, the power of, um, just letting go of my thoughts and letting go of the things that I feel like like the box that I either put myself in or put God in and just allowing mm-hmm. things to be somewhere way out in space that, that doesn't make sense that maybe doesn't align with how I'm thinking or feeling, but just praying and being like, God, you take this. Um, I actually, it brings me back to like, there's a, there was a quote that CS Lewis, um, I think it's in mere Christianity, but it, it says the more we let God take over, take us over the more truly ourselves we become because he made us, he invented us. He invented all the different people, different people that you and I were intended to be. It is when I turn to Christ, when I give up myself to his personality that I first begin to have a real personality of my own. Mm -hmm. And I think it just reminds me of when like in Matthew 10, 39, when it says, whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And it just reminds me that I, in order for me to be truly his and to, and to become who he's created me to become, I have to fully surrender it over to him. And I think I'm just learning that every single day. I mean, I've been learning that a lot with my art. Um, I think the first like year and a half, I feel like I've spent a lot of time just trying to, that people always say like, Oh, well, what do you do? Like, what do you paint? What's your style? And I'm like, ah, like, and you sit, spend time trying to develop that. And I think that I started realizing, I'm like, okay, whenever people asked me when, when I felt God's presence the most, I always said when I painted and where do I see God most? So I feel his joy most when I paint and I see him in creation and in the clouds specifically. Mm. And if, if you follow my Instagram account, you'll see that I love clouds. That's so cool. Post about them. I think it's just cool. They're the map, like they're so majestic. They're ever changing. I was actually talking about my husband with my husband um, a few days ago that when you look at the sunset three minutes later, after it's like the most vibrant or even like 45 seconds, like it can be very short. You look over and it's gone and you're like, it's like, Hmm. that was so beautiful. Why can't that stay in the sky? And I think that we appreciate things more when, when we don't have it all the time. And I, I think I just like love the fact that the clouds are ever changing and, and it just shows that God is, has way more facets to him and is way more multi, like there's some, sometimes the clouds are big and poofy and sometimes they're, I don't know if you know clouds, but this, they're stratus. They're like really drawn out and wispy. It's just cool. I just feel like I love I love seeing God in the clouds and I don't, I don't always know why, but I just think it's, it's a, it's a cool thing in creation to see that. And so, um, I started realizing, sorry, I'm like, I'm going all the different ways. No, this is great. I started realizing that when I had told people that I was going to become going to do art and quote unquote, become an artist, whatever that means that I was going to start doing art. I was like, I had felt God pulling on my heart to 
to paint clouds. And I was like, I, but, but that's not cool. That's not fun and like quote unquote trendy or whatever, like that, that, that style just feels weird. And so I was like, I don't know, what if people don't buy it? And I ended up throughout the net last year and a half, I just sort of really felt God being like, you need to do clouds. And like, when I'm sitting there at church and like, my mind is like wandering or blank or trying to listen to the sermon. And all of a sudden I'll be like, I need to paint clouds. Like I need to paint clouds. Wow. And so it's been very interesting. I'm actually like, as we speak, um, last week have been prepping and this week I'm about to launch in to my first true cloud series. So we'll see how it goes. And honestly, I'm like, Hey, if I don't sell anything, at least I am doing what God has called me to. And I think that that just goes back to like what C.S. Lewis said of like, Hey, like when we fully commit to who God has called us to be, that's when we fully become ourselves. And so I'm just trusting that. And I'm trusting that, um, that, yeah, the Lord has brought me here, but it's been, it's been a really cool just season of, of learning that and of learning to let go and of learning to, let God create me into something, not creating myself into something. Um, yeah, that, that is so sense. cool. And yeah. no, thanks for sharing all of that. That's like truly yeah. like remarkable just to hear, you know, your journey with it. And I think all of us yeah. can relate to that to some degree. So I just appreciate you sharing that, but I guess I'm curious. Um, and this, I know we have like another question, but this, yeah. you could like answer it through this one, yeah. I feel like, but um, like, how do you, so when hold on. I'm formulating my thoughts because I had so many thoughts that came to my mind. So first of all, I can relate to what you were saying, because a lot of times as humans, we just really want to know everything before we step out in faith. It's like, we want to know how something's going to turn out. We want to like understand it. It has to make sense to us. It has to be logical and practical in order for us to like feel comfortable. But it's like, Mm -hmm. that's not always what it looks like to follow Jesus. That's why faith is necessary because we have to step out in faith and trust and know that even if we don't see everything um, for what it is, if we don't see how it's going to come together, we have to trust. And so I guess my question for you is like, when you, you know, you said you quit your job, cold Turkey and you, you know, became an artist, like, what was that process like for you? Like, was there stress involved? Were you unsure? Or like, how did that kind of unfold like with God? No, that's a really good question. Um, So again, I think the dream started early on, but I didn't know what that would look like. And there were multiple things going on at that, in that season. I had been, it was almost two years at my other job um, doing HR at an incredible organization here in Charleston, um, doing incredible work. And I think I started realizing, I was like, you know what? there are so many people around me that feel called to this, but for some reason, it's just not where I feel called right now for that season. It was, but not, not at the moment. And so I just started feeling, I was like, all right, God, like, and again, I said, mentioned like my husband and I talked about moving out West again, nothing's happened with that, which I think sometimes that dream was honestly just to get me to the next thing. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's something that's super interesting and sorry, this is diverting a little bit, but I think that even open-handedly and it wasn't open-handed for a long time, but having a dream and it just bringing you to the next thing, not necessarily bringing you to that dream is sometimes all God has for that dream. Hmm. Even though it doesn't come to fruition, that is what God has for that dream and is just to bring you to the next thing and to not even get to the dream. And I think I look back and I'm like, holy moly, if we 
had not talked about moving, I would have probably found another job in Charleston somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. But I had always had a dream of doing art. My husband and I were like, well, we don't have kids. We still don't have kids right now, but we were like, we don't have kids. We were actually going through the Dave Ramsey um, financial piece um, at that time. I don't know if you've heard of that, but we were going through that and we were just like, let's just figure out how to budget. And it was during that time um, while we were going through financial peace, we were actually connected through um, financial peace through our church with this other couple who had us over for dinner one night. We ended up staying there super late. And she's like, if you ever wanted to start art, I'm a photographer. I could, I could take pictures for you or something. And I was like, yeah, that'll be like way down the road. And I remember feeling so we stayed there so late that the next more, the next day at work, I just felt exhausted. And at lunchtime, this was during COVID, I was working from home. And I remember laying down on the couch, just being like, God, I just don't even know what to do anymore. I think half of it was because I was tired, but I was just so emotionally exhausted. I was like, just show me what's next. Like, I cannot, I, I just think I, they need to change up. And I remember feeling a little bit like, what, like, what if you did art? Like, I think that, that thought from even the night before kind of popped back into my head of like, what if you did art? And and I remember it was father's day of last year. So it's actually coming up on two years of even just the thought or the conversation. I remember talking to my husband, Will and my mom, we were in Charlotte and I was like, what, like, what should I do? And both of them were like, why don't you quit and do art? And I was like, yeah, why don't I quit and do art? Because I didn't want to quit my job and then do something in Charleston because I was like, well, what if I job search and then we move? And because we were going through financial peace, I was like, why don't we figure out a way to budget and just be on my husband's salary, whatever I make is savings, let's just do it. And so I remember also there's this sermon that I listened to called discovering God's will for your life. Um, I think it's by Rankin Wilbur, Wilborn or something like that, but he it's, it's, it's just a, it's an incredible sermon and just a resource that I've always gone back to. Um, and listen, when I was thinking about taking a job in Dallas after school, when I was thinking about moving, um, to Charleston, when I was thinking about getting married to Will, when I was thinking about this, every single time I've listened to the sermon and sometimes it's been a no, and sometimes it's been yes, but it really just helps you align your thoughts with, with God and really let go of what you're thinking and what you're holding on to. And, um, I think that as time has gone on and I'm still learning this and I was actually listening to a podcast about it last week. I'm still learning this, but really listening to God and what does God have to say? And I always compare it to, um, when you're in a bathroom stall and if it was, this is a bear with me, it sounds funny, but you're in a bathroom stall and let's just say like the hostess from the front that you just met walks in and says something to you you didn't, you don't recognize their voice at all. But if your mom walked in there or your sister or your husband, you would recognize it immediately. And I, and I relate it to the fact that the more, you know, God, the more you can recognize his voice. And so the more I know these people walking into the bathroom, the more I hear his voice. And so as I've grown and I hope that this continues, I can just, I feel like I don't hear it audibly. Some people hear it audibly. I've never heard God's voice audibly, but I can feel something. And sometimes it's opposite of what I think. And I know that it's God because it aligns with his scripture. So it's not against what he says in scripture. And it's maybe a little bit different than what I would think. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that would come to my head immediately. And it does. And so that's when I'm like, okay, 
I think this is God and I'm going to move forward with this. And so I think there were just a few things that came after when I started thinking about doing art, I was like, all right, God, this seems like it, like it's what you're calling me to. And, and honestly, ever since I started, God has just blessed me in so many ways. And it's not what I'm hustling either. I feel like there's so many times where I'm like hustling to get something or market myself or whatever. And it's always in the moments from people that I would never expect or directions that I would never anticipate. Um, God shows up in my art and he shows up in people that reach out to me commissions or just sales or different things that I would never think about anticipate could have never dreamed up on my own. And I just like, know that God is just continuing to confirm just my decision in it. Um, and I've even told God, I'm like, God, if this is not what you want me to do anymore, like show me, but I've never felt that he's calling me out of it. But I always am like, okay, I want to make sure I hold this with an open hand because this is a dream of mine. But I also know God, like, if you don't want me to do this anymore, or if there's ever a season in 10 years and 20 years, whatever that is, like you, you bring me to that and you show me that. So I say that it sounds like I'm holding it with an open hand all the time. I, I think I in theory would love to, but it's certainly hard, but yeah, that's my hope for. Yeah. For that is awesome. Thanks for sharing all that. I think that's super yeah. helpful for people like kind of at crossroad moments, like yes. trying to make big decisions. I know I'm there right now. And so even just hearing you yeah. say all that is super helpful. And so thanks for yeah. sharing all of that. Yeah. I think it applies to all of us at one point or another, you know, oh and, God. um, yeah. Yeah. Just as we, as we wrap up, is there like anything else you wanted to share? Just, I know, you know, we've been talking about like experiences that have kind of like changed or shaped your view of God. So is there any like last minute things you want to share about that? Yeah. I'm trying to think, um, when I think about that and, and when I think through like, what is God, I don't think that there's any big one moment, um, which sometimes I, again, like my story, I can feel self-conscious. I'm like, well, I don't have anything huge. And granted, I'm, how old am I now? I'm 27. So I, I'm not so old, but I also am like that, that can also cause anxiety. Cause sometimes I think, well, what is God about to walk me through? Um, because I haven't walked through anything so huge or earth shattering. So that can sometimes cause even anxiety around that. But I think the thing that I think about when I think back, um, is just the power of prayer. And I think I mentioned that, but I, I, you can really, and, and I've been challenged and I just challenge other people to pray specifically and pray big. And if you don't want to start praying big, pray small, but pray specifically. And because God answers prayers, but not in the way that we think that he's going to, but he does when you look back and I'll share like, even a few instances. I remember when I was really young, I looked over, we were like, in line at Brewster's, it's an ice cream place. I don't know how, um, how widespread it is, but it's, it, it was at least in North Carolina at the time. And I know it's kind of over the Southeast. I don't know if it's, um, nationwide, but we were in the line at Brewster's and I was like, mom in this dirt Sunday or something with like Oreo cookies. I was like, I want two gummy worms in my, can I ask for two gummy worms? And my mom said, no, don't ask for two gummy worms. And I was like, okay, fine. So I prayed, I asked God for two gummy worms. I said, God, I really want two gummy worms in my ice cream Sunday. And we rolled up to the front, got the, I got my dirt Sunday, came back. And the, the woman was like, Hey, your, your gummy worms a little deformed. I'm sorry about that. And I was like, no worries. And I pulled, I, like went back to the table and I picked it up and started pulling it apart. And it was two. 
And I was like, mom, look, I got two. And she's like, what? I was like, I prayed for it. And, and so it was just funny because it was even the little things. Yeah. I remember um, rolling into like when I was dating Will and I was trying to figure out some things. And obviously, I mean, maybe not for everybody, but for me, there was some like anxiety around certain things or certain areas where I was like, God, what is this? What is this? Like I was, anal- I, I tend to hyperanalyze things. And so I was analyzing and I was like, all right, God, like, I feel like there's specific areas that I'm like, have questions about, and I would pray about them. And within 24 hours, God would either have us have a conversation about something or something would be confirmed in it. And I was like, wow, like he would continue to answer different things, um, with all, with, with various, just the way that, way that he was answering those, the, the prayers that I had. And I think that the coolest thing is those things would have happened regardless of it, of if I had prayed or not, but the fact that I prayed made my eyes open to the fact that God was moving. The last story, um, that I just think about my husband and I recently were in on a trip. We were, um, in Hawaii, we found super cheap tickets to go back in February. And we were there when we were on one of the islands, my, one of my friends lives on Maui. And so we met up with her one afternoon and she said she, when she had given us all the, like a list of recs recommendations, she was like, Hey, here's a really nice, great hike. Y'all should go. Um, but just make sure that it's clear skies. Cause the view's awesome. And so she, then we talked and she's like, Hey, let's go on Tuesday or whatever it was in the afternoon. Let's do this hike. And so we started doing it. It was like this Ridge hike. We started doing it and, or on the way to, we both realized that the weather was going to be terrible and it wasn't going to be raining, but like super cloudy over this whole Ridge. And so Will, my husband was praying that it would be clear skies and she prayed that it would be clear skies. And we were hiking and as we got up to the top, we were like, well, we can't hardly see 15 feet in front of us. So I guess no clear skies today. And we got up to the top. We started talking a little bit, ate a little snack before we headed down, headed down and we looked up. And as we looked up, there was a small parting in the sky where we could see blue skies. And it only lasted for a second, but we saw blue skies and we just were like, oh my gosh, that's our answered prayer. Like God cleared the sky, but so briefly, so small. And for us to just look up and Mm -hmm. it reminded me that God does answer your prayers. It's just in a very different way sometimes. And I think sometimes we sit there and we're like, well, God didn't answer that prayer. And it's like, well, he did, but he did it in his own way and in his own timing. I I think every time I pray for something, I'm like, all right, well, I know God's going to answer it in X, Y, Z way. And I cannot tell you, I don't think it's happened once that way. Like, I think every single time he answers it and he may answer it in the final way that I thought he was going to, like, that was the outcome, but it was not the road to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that having an open hand about that, and that's just something I've been like really realizing is that what success looks like or what an answered prayer looks like is not always the way that is, is almost never the way that God will. God answers it. But at the same time, it is such an incredible picture of the fact that he, he does answer the prayers and it's, and it's a better way than I could have ever imagined.
Um, but it's really cool. I ended up painting a picture of that little cloud parting and, and just called it answered prayer. And I, it's, I was like, I don't even care if nobody likes it. I just think it's such a cool reminder to me. That's um, amazing. That God answers prayers and it's very different, but he does answer the prayers. So, yeah, I, I love that. And again, that's like the cloud thing, like how he shows yes. you things in the sky. That's I awesome. No, he does. Mm-hmm. I think one time I was like praying about like, maybe it was like marrying Will. And I think I saw like, yes, in the sky. And I'm like, oh, wow, I think I'm making this up, but maybe like, it really looked like, yes. I was like, wow. You know what? So that's like, how God talks to you. And that's, he does. it's real. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I, I'll just share one thing. Um, yeah. but my, it's funny. You were talking about that. Cause I really have been wanting to travel to the West coast so badly because yeah. I love the West coast. Mm-hmm. But every time my husband and I talk about traveling, he's always like, I want to go to the East coast. Cause he loves the East coast for like yeah. food and stuff. And, yeah. um, so I was like, okay. Um, obviously I like, you know, want to do what he wants to do. So whatever, but I prayed, I was like, God, can you somehow just get me to the West coast? I don't care what it looks like. Maybe one day, just like, I want to go so bad. It's like my heart. And, um, this year, my husband has like a work conference annually. And this year it's always in a different location. And this year it's in San Diego. Yes. And then we also have a wedding that we got invited to also in San Diego. So I was like, oh my gosh, like not that we're even going to go to either one necessarily, but we have like two opportunities to get to California. Amazing. (laughs) See, he does. He answers those prayers. That's so cool. Yeah. He always does. He does. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been so, so great. Thank you so much for sharing everything you shared. I feel really encouraged. And I know that everyone who listens is going to also, and, um, where can everyone find, um, your art if they wanted to check it out or look? Yeah. So, um, my last name is Wilson. And so, um, sadiewilsonart.com is my, website and I put all of my like available art on there portfolio so you can see like previous art bio etc you, you can reach out to me and contact me via email also through that and then um on Instagram I'm also on Instagram and that is at Sadie Wilson art is my um, Instagram handle s-a-d-i-e and then Wilson art Oh, yes. well, thank you, Catherine. Um, all right. It's been so fun. Thanks for letting me tell all my stories. And I hope it I loved down. them. This is awesome. Like, I seriously can't wait to post it. It's great. So. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thank you, Catherine. Talk we'll to talk you later. To you. Okay. Bye. bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Sparkle Speak. If you are interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at underscore sparklefaith underscore or at sparklefaith.com. There you can find information on upcoming events and speakers. And please feel free to reach out to us if you have a personal story of faith that you would be willing to share with us. We hope you tune in again next week and we hope your week is full of the sparkle we all need. Looking for ways to stay positive? Brighten your day with the free Story Behind podcast. Hear weekly short stories that showcase true joy, love, and hope. Listen now at lifeaudio.com or by searching for Story Behind wherever you get your podcasts.